previously on uh, last week's technical difficulty ridden episode, uh, chapter eight, uh, Frank went to visit his parents and had a somewhat tense meeting with a moody and distant tray. Uh, Charlie and the twins visit Charlie's parents to investigate uh, Charlie's family's potential werewolf ancestry. It was very unpleasant for everyone. Uh, Frank noticed a van casing his house. Sweet to the point. If anything else happened that I forgot to write down, uh, take now or forever hold your peace. Because if not, it was erased from history. Uh, that sounds about right. Oh, and Olivia called her grandmother a bitch. Hell yeah, she's talking shit about my mama. And that, uh, that was covered under, it was horribly unpleasant. <laughs> we did find oh. out Suppose we can't that we couldn't find birth dates on um on our great grandparents, uh, and we did find death dates, but uh, old grandpa was not too keen on us looking into it further. Yeah, just more details, not really anything. So Charlie and I are gonna make a quick trip up to New York to go grave digging. Ah, father son bonding. Mm-hmm. Grab a show. We're about to split the party three ways and we have to, you know, come up with an entire city of New York. <laughs> no, no. I feel like we can just talk to Mr. Gray now about it. Probably. Uh, uh, all right. What day is it in character and what time? Uh, we ended on Tuesday night. I think we were going to all go home and go to sleep and then start fresh on Wednesday. That's what we had talked about, but. If anybody wants to do anything. We're still in February of 2010, right? Yes. Tea Party is only just kicking off. Such happier times. Only two of us are immortal currently that we know of. I mean, we're not immortal. That's a strong term. Howard insinuated you were immortal. Well, if if you don't do stupid shit. I mean, you... Charlie is not immortal, then. Best case, scenario, best case scenario, you will age very, very slowly, uh, but your age is dependent upon how much time you spend as a wolf. And since right now you can't voluntarily change into a wolf, you are not much more long-lived. than You, you gain like an extra day every month. Can we take them in and get them chipped, you know, so we can know where they are all the time? <laughs> in, ca- in case they run away. Excellent <clears throat> okay, idea. It, it is February 23rd, 2010, because I found a calendar. The internet is such a wonderful tool. All right. Um, so I believe there was casual mention of uh, Charlie trying to track down his grandparents via uh, his sketchy uh, web contacts uh, and uh, 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 Frank doing the same um on his uh, police contacts. So if y'all want to do that, uh, it is going to be um, manipulation plus socialize and add your rating in the relative merit. Okay. One success. All right. Uh, Luke, what did you get? Or did you, are you going to do that? I am attempting to get my uh, dice rolling thing, what you call thing. Going. In order. Okay, as you say. Okay, what am I rolling? Uh, manipulation plus socialize. Uh, 
Or probably investigation, if that's better. And Charlie, if they give you some extra dice, you can roll them too. Uh, but uh, manipulation plus your skill plus your uh, police status rating. Or police contact, whichever you have. So each of you got one success. Uh, between the two of you, that is enough to give you this information. Um, see, Lawrence uh, Connor was born in... Um, I'm going to make up a name real fast. Uh, Hogan's uh, County, New York, uh, on July 1st of 1935. Uh, parents were William Connor and Anna Connor. Um, looking into that, uh, you find out that both of them... Um, were they murdered by squirrels? Squirrels? Not by squirrels, no. Where squirrels? Um, there, there, squirrels. There, cost. And Anna die in quotation marks. Car, car wreck. wreck. Unquote. Um, killed by the Winter Soldier. You can... <laughs> Don't tempt me. Um, they uh, were both killed the uh, same night. Uh, Charlie, when you were growing up, your father never talked about it. Uh, at that time, uh, see, uh, you were uh, two years old, I think. Um, but you don't remember them ever talking about your paternal grandparents growing up. Um, you have birth dates for them, but not a whole lot of information. Um, Wait, we do have birth dates for them? Well, through this bit of research, they all just okay. did. Uh, Charlie and um, um, Frank, uh, both of you make an intelligence plus investigation role. Alrighty. Plus our contacts or just investigation? Just, just regular. But if you have that as an asset skill, we're getting on again. All right. Uh... How do you how do you do nine again? Just type uh, nine just again. Type in nine again. Like the 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 number nine and then again all together in no space. Yeah, no space. That's where I messed up. So roll and then nine again. Yeah. Four successes. Yeah. <clears throat> look at look at what uh, Stick just did. Yes. I've got no one wants to do what that. Good. Well, I'm sorry. It's it's nine again. Space yeah. roll. Yes, I. Yes, I. Roll however many. That's some good successes. Okay, total two, two successes. Uh, six successes between the two of you. Uh, uh, Charlie, you're a little bit more in tune with this. Uh, both of you are able to find. Uh, birth records for them. Uh, neither one of them was born in New York. Uh, state. Um, and after some extra digging, Charlie, uh, yeah, for your grandmother, Anna, um, huh? whose maiden name was, uh, fuck it, Smith. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to keep up with it. Uh, yeah, you find a reference to her birth in uh, somewhere in Kentucky. Uh, you also find, buried in a newspaper, or, or rather one of your contacts finds this for you, uh, a death notice 
for uh, Anna Smith in the county where she was born at the age of two. Wait, what? <laughs> with your incredible experience with conspiracy nonsense, this leads you to immediately conclude uh, that uh, at least your grandmother uh, had a fake identity. And the way you did that old school before the advent of computers and hacking was uh, you found someone who was born around the same time you were who uh, died young, and then you spoof their social security number and construct a fake identity that way. Uh, yep. And uh, when you realize this, now that you know what to look for, you are able to quickly track down uh, the fact that your grandfather uh, was also born in a different state, let's say Michigan, it doesn't matter, and also uh, died in infancy. Uh, and again, his identity was acquired by persons unknown. I'm sorry, what? Both of, both, both of my grandparents' lives were a lie? Also, fun fact, they didn't have to spoof a uh, social security number because social security numbers weren't implemented until 1936. I hate playing games with you. Well, then whatever they did, they, whatever the whatever ancient Philistines did to fake identities, that's what they did. Birth notice. That's good enough. Marks from me. Yes. It was surprisingly uh, now, easy to fake you, your identity. You are now quite certain that both of your grandparents uh, died, uh, well, both of your grandparents uh, the same year. Because uh, there is a gap in... in because the first recorded evidence of your grandparents was in your father's birth notice was 1935. Uh, and so, uh, uh, as far as you know, neither one of them, like, they both had fake identities that came into existence around the time your, uh, your father was born. Hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, your grandmother apparently didn't work. Uh, your grandfather... Uh, it's very vague. Apparently, he you know inherited money from somewhere or something, uh, and he didn't work either. Uh, they both had a house in some little hick town called Hogan's Falls, uh, New York. All right. Thus. Interesting. Very, very interesting. I'm assuming you share this all with us, Charlie. Yes, yes. In, in stunned silence, uh, I I will look at the kids and, and go, oh my god, someone traveled back in time and killed my grandparents when they were children. Oh, Jesus Christ, Charlie. <laughs> you were completely you justified in slapping How did you work for the FBI? How or as how? A, as a contractor. <laughs> then I'll cackle when I... Oh my god. Actually, I tell you what, I'm going to retcon one detail of that, uh, just okay. because I don't want y'all driving to New York and it eating up like three game sessions on a road trip with a were with two werewolves. Uh <laughs> Hogan's Falls is actually in let's see, you're in Knoxville. Uh let's say uh West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Uh, let's assume that it is, it's Tuesday, the whatever, and y'all meet up. Uh, does he want to do anything during the day? Wait, did we did we go to sleep? Or Yeah, I'm assuming all this shit. So it's with, Wednesday. Uh, it's Wednesday now. Was it Tuesday when you met your grandparents? 
Yes. We had it we had it mixed up last time. We said Monday, but Anthony figured it out and it was actually Tuesday. Okay. okay. Anthony, you are officially the uh the courtroom deputy. No um, no good deed goes unpunished. I'll keep it in my um, trap keeper. <laughs> I remember those. All right. Uh so yeah, we'll do it that way. Uh yeah, can we fast forward a little bit and say that for at least a day nothing weird happened? Uh, sure. and, and okay. like you like washed clothes or uh, 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 sat around and caught up on Netflix while they were doing because you, you can't instantly get all that research done. So we will say it's uh, y'all meet up for Wednesday. Uh, um, and I'm going to be very nice and say that Anthony has not acquired any rage since then. Executive decision. It is now make a note of this, Anthony. It is now 5 p.m. on Thursday, the 26th of 2010. Uh, y'all are meeting up at uh, the Twins' place. Uh, somebody picked up Chinese. Uh, and y'all are going to sit around and talk about what you've discovered. I Boom. will. I will, uh, I will reveal these secrets that perhaps my grandparents... Kids, it looks like your grandparents were liars. I know that's hard to believe in our family. I know that we are a bunch of upstanding. I can't say it with a straight face. They're just like everybody else in the family tree. Um, yeah, there's a there's a good chance that uh, that they had uh, assumed identities. Um, so, do we think they had to do that because they're supernatural, and so they had to? keep having fake identities or do we think they were running from somebody like a Mr. Gray style figure? I, uh, I, I mean, you know, who can say it was, think it was the early 19 alts when they were born. So I think you're also assuming they're dead. That that's fair. That's an excellent point. Hmm. That is very well, fair. To be fair, if, if they were alive, they're probably around 110, which you now know is not beyond the realm of possibility. But. Yeah. If they had the family, uh, you know, condition. Mm. You're, you're so polite about it. I really appreciate that. Hell, my family were just drunks. <laughs> well, everybody's got to be good at something. Um, I'll drink to that. So... Yeah. Off topic, did the twins just celebrate a birthday recently, or did I misremember that? Did we? No, it was, no. We, we were at the bar because oh, of Oh, because promotion. I got a job, which starts Monday. How, how, how old are y'all? 25. 25. And when is your birthday? April 20th. Okay. Yes. Well, you're me that one of these one of these game sessions will be set at Chuck E. Cheese. Great. Uh, Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Olivia would love that. By Olivia, I mean me. <laughs> I would love that. Charlie, you're not allowed in. What? <laughs> you had to be there for the previous birthdays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was your it was your tragic misunderstanding of the term ball pit that that got us kicked out last year. <laughs> I've done worse. I know. Oh my god, you've done worse. Okay, I don't know. No. Okay, so 
your parents are not who they say they are. Grandparents. No, 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 no. The parent. Well, I wish they weren't who they say they were. That'd make things a whole lot easier. Uh, no, your my grandparents. Your your great grandparents apparently stole someone's identity uh, back in the nineteen aughts. Which is it the strangest thing that's happened? But it's pretty suspicious. Apparently, uh, they were born in Kentucky. Um, but also, apparently, they died the same year in Kentucky. <laughs> hmm. So. What you think clearly happened is that both of them showed up at some point, probably not long before your father's birth, and they acquired or were given fake identities by someone. I say we shoot Mr. Gray a text message with with our great grandparents' names and say, Do you recognize these names? Were they supernatural? I feel like that would give us <laughs> I mean he may not know, but he may have the resources to find out. You know? Okay. While your while your aunt works for him. Yeah. We do this, you know, it's getting him more involved with whatever we're trying to do. And I feel like we're already pretty involved with Mr. At least Aunt Rivera is. And for once, I agree with your brother. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, how do y'all propose we figure out where we could go anything else about them? I guess investigate. The city they were born in in Kentucky, but I mean, I feel like we're just gonna find only one of them. Only one of them was born in Kentucky. It was uh, your okay. grandfather, or rather, the the idea identity he required was from Kentucky. Okay. Uh, and your grandmother's ID came from I think Michigan. Uh, I, it, I assure you, you you feel strongly that that is not relevant to the plot. I mean, your lives. <laughs> That's fantastic. And we're going to Kentucky. <laughs> Derail. Um, yeah, let's let's just go ahead and ask Mr. Gray. I'm not gonna be the one to ask him. I've got my pride. <laughs> I'll ask him. He's already looking, he's already investigating what happened to Jake for me. So what's one more favor to ask? Yeah. Jake's encounter. Yeah, whatever happens there. Well, give him, so, give him a call. It, well, it's five o'clock. It's sundown probably hasn't happened yet. He's probably still sleeping. In February? Well, do you think that he could potentially give me some reading material on how to potentially control... Charlie's and I's situation. We can just call him all with a slew of things. Let's just bombard the vampire. Sounds like a well. Well, hold on now. Bear, bear, <laughs> bear boy gave us uh, kind of a clue on that. Like, there's, there's no reason to uh, oh, reach out for that boy? information. But you said you it was really want to stay in like a verbal contract with somebody every single month. 
where he no, 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 no. he, he said there was a third way. He said there was a another option. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we can potentially find some material on how to do this, and if Mister Gray is as traveled as he says he is, he might, you know know how to lead us in the right direction or who to lead us into the right direction with, maybe? Mm. So we can control this ourselves? I mean, you can ask. I just would take anything he says with a grain of salt. He hasn't lied to us yet. You know, it just seems like... Well, that we Um, know of, but... To quote, to quote a classic, from a certain point of view... (laughs) that line so much. I want to slap what we want to know. <laughs> uh, and I should, I, I should point this out to you. You know that Mr. Gray uh, demanded a blood contract guaranteeing secrecy uh, plus uh, some degree of uh, service in her area of expertise from uh, Rivera uh, just for what he, he's done for you so far. So he will probably want something. He did not, though, I will say. He did not ask of anything uh, to investigate the thing about Jake. So I feel like I got out of it so far through that. He may backtrack and say, I've got the information. Now you have to pay me. But he did not at the start. He said he would just find it. So may only have to pay for one thing as opposed to two. If you want to call him up, I'm not going to stop you. I'll call him up. If, I don't if think the price is too high, then we just won't do it. But we won't know unless we ask. That's fair. Um, so, okay. is- uh, so y'all keep yammering for over your Chinese food for about an hour and a half. You like the sun has gone down. Uh, and uh, you, uh, Rivera, you get a uh, text message. I would read the text message. Uh, it is from Gray. Uh, have information for you um, regarding uh, brother. Um, we'll be at uh, Top of the World Club from uh, 7 until 9. Okay, I would. Uh, right, right there. You'll be because they're not going to be to our window. He's not the cable company. Uh, we'll be there from 9 to 9.30. Okay, I definitely would have read that aloud to everyone since we were talking, discussing Mr. Gray to begin with. Let's go! Or at least I'll go. With somebody, preferably. I don't feel like, you know, getting eaten by a vampire. So who would like to go? I'll go. I'll <laughs> go and sit in the car. Sit in the car. <laughs> I want to keep an we eye can't. out. But we can't leave a dog in the car. People will judge us. They'll break our window open. I gazed balefully at my daughter and go, Let me put your position. Well, um, I will, uh, at some point while they're talking, I would have looked out the window a couple of times the street and see if there are any vehicles out there that maybe hadn't been before. Roll your wits plus investigation. Uh, if that is an asset skill, roll not again. I think it is for you. Um, yeah, uh, you have seen uh, 
rarely over the last few days, uh, uh, a plain unmarked van that is mm-hmm. produced by Unmarked Vans Incorporated, a subsidiary of Abandoned Warehouse Incorporated. Uh, but uh, yeah, you've seen it several times, and at one point you do see it uh, driving past the house. Okay. Um, I will. I will meet y'all. There. Okay. Um. Alrighty. Sounds like a plan. Let's do this. All right. Uh, so four of you, uh, head off, uh, Frank, what are your intentions at this point? Uh, after they leave, I will, um, I'll wait about 10 minutes or so, and then I will leave, walk, start walking down the street, like in the direct general direction of a bus stop. Okay. See if, see if I can flush the. I found my happy die. I'm very pissed off about it. But how do you know? <laughs> Get a point. <laughs> yeah, as you are sort of walking around seemingly aimlessly, you do see a uh, uh, the the same van uh, driving past you, uh, overtaking me or coming toward me, or it's just driving past you. Okay. You think that they are do that they are you're pretty sure that they are in fact uh tailing you or keeping you under surveillance. They're just not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um is there a any kind of business or anything nearby? What kind of business do you know? You are basically in a uh it, there's nothing remotely nearby as far as a business oh. is concerned. Okay. Not like a convenience store. Um there, there. You, you passed a convenience store. Coming here, it's about six blocks, uh, but it's mainly a rundown residential area. Ah, all right. Well, then I will. Uh, all right, I'll call. Uh, if I'm not close to anything, I guess I'll call an Uber. Or there's okay. probably probably not an Uber in 2010. I'll call Taxi. a cab. I'm sure there are taxis in Knoxville. Yeah, there are. Look at this horrible orange and white checker patterns. Oh, mm. God. Mm. The horns play rocky. Mm. That is one thing I will not be deleting from this uh, thing is Bad Valley, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> <clears throat> the right. um, yeah, uh, a cab will come to your location uh, fairly quickly. Uh, and uh, you've got off, you get into it. Uh, where are you heading? I will go. Where where is the top of the world club? Uh, it's in downtown Knoxville. It's at whatever the tallest building in Knoxville is is at the top of it. I was really hoping it was in the giant gold World's Fair tower thing. Um, but I'm sure there's something. I really should there. research Knoxville and find out what the heck is there. Yeah. Well, if you got five minutes, you can. um, once again, I'd like to apologize to. <laughs> uh, I will ask him to take me to a location about two blocks from that building. Okay. He will do so and, uh, while, without any difficulty. While doing, I'll, I'll look to see if I pick up the van or any suspicious tail. Okay. Yeah, about halfway there, you are, you are tailed by the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when your taxi driver 
uh, pulls in and to let you out. Uh, the van speeds up and goes past you. All right. Uh, once it has, once I'm no longer in its view, I will like, duck, duck around and try to make my way stealthily toward the top of the world. Okay. Uh, you can do so. We'll pick up with the meeting, uh, and you'll just arrive a few minutes late. Um, uh, the other four of you, uh, you arrive at the club, uh, right at nine and say that whoever is leading the group says you have a meeting scheduled with Mr. Gray. Uh, and you are immediately shown to a private dining room. Um, Thanks. And he stands up and welcomes you. Um, I believe we established that he is to be portrayed by uh, Carl Urban. Yes. Uh, so, uh, dashing, handsome man with a winsome smile that conceals his deadly fangs. He says, ah, good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, although you were the one who requested the information for why we're here. Uh, have you eaten already? We were eating like three hours ago, so yeah, I guess we have. Uh, if you'd like to order a drink. Oh, yeah, I guess you're okay. I ask you, you strike me as a, as a hungry young lad, and he looks you up and down and says, and you're still growing. Um, and he snaps his fingers, and waiters come in and hand you uh, menus. Um, I suspect the two gentlemen will be wanting steak. Very rare. And then he sort of smirks at both of you. I'm not going to argue with him. Okay. I'd love to have that now. <laughs> okay. Uh, they will put in an order for each of you for a 20-ounce uh, porterhouse. Um, as rare as they can legally serve it. I like it. I'm kind of disgusted. And he makes casual small talk with you uh, for a few minutes, and then uh, Frank is shown in. Um, Frank, you actually get in there right after the uh, um, uh, a couple of waiters go in, and you see uh, Charlie and uh, uh, Oliver about to tear into a couple of enormous bloody steaks. All right. So, Mr. Gray, the two, probably gonna see, the two women are splitting a, a, a dessert. <laughs> Big tall cake, or not? I don't care. Ah, uh, Officer Jones, so glad you could join us. Uh, yes, sir. Sorry, I'm late. And you, I assume, would sit down at the opposite end of the table from him. Are you still edgy around him because of your PTSD? Uh, yeah, probably a little. Please continue eating. Uh, Miss uh, Connor, you had requested I... Uh, look into uh, that business with your brother Jacob, uh, and I was able to do so, seeing as how it is indirectly related to my business in Knoxville. And about two years ago, uh, while your brother Jake was working as an EMT, uh, he and his uh, uh, partner in the uh, uh, emergency vehicle uh, were summoned to a location where a person had apparently uh, had an accident and was knocked unconscious. Uh, and when they arrived, the person uh, was believed to be dead. He presented no um, heartbeat or any other vital signs. Uh, and so they were delivering him to the hospital uh, when he finally woke up. Uh, the man in question, well, the vampire in question had been knocked unconscious and vampires do not have vital signs while unconscious. 
we can fake them while we're awake, but uh, not if we're not aware of what's going on around us. And uh, that caused what we in the trade refer to as a breach of the masquerade. Uh, vampires like very elaborate, florid terms for our day-to-day -day existence, our night-to-night -night existence. Uh, in any case, uh, both of the uh, EMTs involved were intercepted uh, and were subjected to memory-altering effects so that they would simply forget what had happened, and then the report was disappeared. However, I believe that, uh, as I understand it, uh, your brother was attempting to do CPR on the vampire when he awoke, uh, and uh, so he actually saw face-to-face -face, uh, a startled and traumatized vampire waking up suddenly. And to be honest, he's quite fortunate to still be alive under those circumstances. Uh, and as a result, of his trauma, the memory alteration was apparently done in a slipshod manner with the result that he has uh, recurrent dreams about the experience. Uh, he does not consciously remember them, but it has no doubt affected his mood in many ways. Uh, he was mandated by his superiors to, uh, a, to uh, go through some counseling, uh, and the uh, counselor who attended him was someone our employee, so that is how the truth was confirmed. Um, I apologize that nothing was done to alleviate his symptoms since then, uh, but to be honest, it wasn't my department at the time. I would be happy to uh, meet with him and modify the work so that he no longer has any uh, symptoms of this. Um, I might want a small favor in return, and then he gives you a, a very somewhat sexy grin um, to the women and to the men if you have any leanings that way. Olivia's not laughing, I am. <laughs> I would hope that Olivia is appalled with this oh, casual yeah. talk of brainwashing no, your other brother. Absolutely appalled. I'd... He's smitten. I'm so... It's so funny. No, Olivia is 100% oh. horrified um, about Oliver is smitten or did I mishear that? No, I said Olivia is smitten. Uh, Oliver uh, uh, likes warm-blooded beans. He can do that if he's in the mood. <laughs> Same. Um, and, and you didn't specify a gender with that comment. Uh, but I should ask, Oliver, does this piss you off a bit? Um, probably not, because uh, I don't have the closest relationship to Jake. And... Uh, I'd probably like not be paying that much attention, just eating the steak and everything. So I probably would have just completely missed it. What he was. Olivia's super furious because Jake has been the only family member that's kind of super been around lately for her, um, and she's connecting a lot of dots on why his behavior has been so funky lately, and Early. so. She's conflicted because she definitely wants to help her brother, but she did not like that grin that uh, Mr. Gray just gave everybody. Charlie's kind of pissed off because screwing around with people's minds is what got him in this position anyway. <laughs> All those years also, ago. It, also, it's your son. Yeah. And you probably yeah, forgot about that, Charlie. Shit. Yet. I mean, I was getting there. You just, you know, beat me to it. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, 
I'm, I'm going to cut in here to Mr. Gray and say, so we have to do you a favor to fix something your own company messed up. Well, it wasn't strictly speaking my company. In fact, uh, if you want to call it a, uh, a distant subsidiary, I suppose we go with that. Um, but uh, that's part of why I'm in Knoxville. Uh, there have been you know, a few bits of incompetence by the locals. And so I'm here to do a review of their performance and see if any, see if any changes need to be made. And all of you are all uh, with plus empathy. You said yeah. all of Everyone. Oh. All with plus empathy. What's plus empathy? I do have empathy. <laughs> I got one. Ooh. Oliver is too busy with his steak, apparently. And uh, Rivera. I also got one. Damn. Rivera has three successes. She got that insight on that on <laughs> Mr. Gray. Nice. Uh, all of you realize... Uh, did you roll? I'm, I'm, yes, I'm here. I, I did not. I don't have any. Um, all right. Uh, if you got any successes... Uh, then you know that there's a subtext of what he's saying that is kind of creepy. Uh, uh, Rivera, you're pretty sure that he's here to do a review of the local people in charge of the city, which may be vampires or maybe something worse, uh, and he's kind of looking forward to killing at least one of them. Okay, and after realizing this, me being like that truth seeker, I'd probably ask him exactly that. Okay. Tell me exactly what you asked him. I feel like you're investigating these police officers because you hope that, or I think you're investigating these police officers to end up killing one of them. Well, first of all, these are not police officers uh, per se. Uh, they are members of the, these pauses for a second, members of the supernatural community. Hell, I've said they're vampires. They are local vampires. Uh, and, uh, they have had a number of missteps over the past 20 years, uh, that has led to a certain amount of, well, it's led some people in, uh, in points towards Charlie, in, among Mr. Connors, the elder Mr. Connors community, uh, to have beliefs about vampires existing in, uh, uh Knoxville. And, uh, and by the way, all of you are aware of that videotape in Charlie's position about the vampires of Knoxville. We take the masquerade very seriously, my employers and I. And so we are, I am investigating the city to see if there are any other potential breaches and whether the uh, locals are capable of maintaining it with the masquerade. And I am authorized to uh, deal with any of them who are too reckless or stupid uh, to do so. Uh, Mr. Gray, you, uh, you were very kind to help me with my, my situation about my, my memories. And so I would like to offer you a little something. Uh... I think some of these locals you're talking about have been following me in the past. Hmm. They tried to follow me here. Embarrassingly easy to give them the slip. Uh, would you like to meet some of them face-to-face, -face, officer? 
Well, that depends. Uh, what would be the uh, circumstances about that meeting? Mm. Somewhat distractedly, he, uh, as he's staring at the sin, reaches in and starts rubbing one of his teeth. Um, <laughs> like it has an itch or something. How about this? Uh, when we leave here, uh, you will uh, leave and just walk down the street. Uh, I will come to you, uh, but no one else will see me. Uh, and then uh, if they uh, pass you again, I would like for you to attempt to confront them. And then we'll see what happens. I promise you no, nothing bad will happen to you while you're in my presence. Well, I'm... I'm just stupid enough to try something like that, so yeah, let's uh, let's do that. I don't like people following me. Around. I fully understand. I applaud you for your uh, concern for your own security. Anything else we needed to discuss, Mister Mister Gray? What what kind of favor would be needed? to help Jake. That is not something kinky and weird. I'm not doing it. I just got out of a relationship. It's a no for me, dog. But is there anything else? I assure you I'm not interested in any favors of that nature. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, depending on how my business with, often with your, your uncle goes, um, I might be willing to do that favor for free. Keep that in mind. And while, while we have you, um, would the names um, William and Anna Connor be familiar in the supernatural community? I'm aware of the fact that they are your grandparents on your father's side. Um, why don't you tell me what you already know about them and then we can go from there. Well, they seem to have created fake identities around the time that uh, our grandfather was born. And he and nods at that like it's not remotely a surprise to him. And they supposedly died in a car crash together back in 1964. But why would they need fake identities? Our werewolf blood supposedly comes from their side. So were they vampire or werewolves? And needed fake identities because they age slower than everyone else? Or something along those lines? Think for a second. And you're pretty sure he's thinking about what this favor is worth to him. Uh, your great-grandparents are deceased. My information informs me that uh, they were, in fact, the, that the car wreck was a cover for a deliberate murder. Uh, my organization was not involved. I want to assure you of that. It was outside agitators. Uh, their identities are fake, uh, created for them by a branch of the U.S. government. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say which one. Uh, when they arrived in this country in 1935 uh, from Germany, and that so. is all I and that is all I can say without a more substantial favor than you are perhaps willing to give at this time. But and, then he, and then he gives you that grin again. Uh, 
at sexy grin. Oh, it's an Olivia's grossed out. Um, Why are you grossed out? Is Carl Urban smiling? It is, but it is also a vampire. So it's, you know, she's still not on with the whole supernatural thing. We're people too. Yeah. Somewhat. It's all still sinking in. Um, But if somebody from your community was the one who gave them the fake identities, then that would mean that they were supernatural in nature somehow. Interesting. Interesting. I'm I'm not ready for that. As I said, it was not my organization. Uh, There are layers of conspiracies. I can't believe Charlie's not here for this discussion of layers of conspiracies. Um, Apparently he's engrossed in his stake. Um, but there, there are many interconnected and competing supernatural conspiracies, especially in Washington, D.C. Um, that is all I can disclose about uh, their history at this point. Um, but if you, if you wish more information, that would require, and he looks up again at the ceiling, a deeper level of commitment to the supernatural community than you are perhaps ready to make. You're correct on that, but I will keep your offer in mind. Or if I am desperate enough. Okay. Uh, Dr. So, Jones, do you have any questions for me? You've been quiet. Was it confirmed that the grandparents were actually werewolves? I'm sorry. Yeah. I definitely no, it was not. It wasn't confirmed what they were? Correct. That's so, out of character. Y'all, y'all have not... Uh, been able to find out anything about them other than the fact that they had fake IDs. Right, and that they're supernatural in some way. You would assume that they were simply because uh, various supernatural forces have expressed an interest in them. Or at least right. Mr. Gray knows something about them. Uh, Charlie, you missed a brief discussion about the layers of supernatural conspiracies in Washington. You're too busy eating your steak, I guess. Oh, well, I mean, these things happen. <laughs> he had to how, take himself outside. How many How many layers are there? Is it an onion? Oh, wait, we've already got that up there. <laughs> Fantastic. Beat you to it. Um, well, because that's all. I probably Olivia would has. ask him more questions about the grandparents and just see if he'd give me a better answer. I, yeah, he looks a little bit wistful. I cannot tell you anything more about your grandparents without you being an official member of my organization. Not necessarily, not necessarily what I am, but you would have to be loyal in a way that, in a much deeper way than a, a blood contract can provide. Uh, I'm going to do a detect bullshit check. <laughs> Um, I feel like he's talking about um, the blood pact. Thing. Oh no, it's 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 the wistful thing that gets me. Uh, mm. Empathy plus what? Manipulation? Uh, wits, wits, wits. Okay. And I've gained a willpower, so I'm low willpower. Three successes. Not bad. My 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 ears uh, prick up at the tone in his voice. Eh. Um. One thing I don't like about this is that you can actually see the bad guys' dice pools. Um, 
Uh, the fact that you just called Mr. Gray a bad guy has me so concerned. I think I thought he's Charlie. You are surprised that he seems genuinely fond of Rivera. For hmm. Would I be able to tell if he was lying? That's sketchy. That's uh, going to be uh, wits plus empathy on your part. Meanwhile, I'm like listening, whispering to Charlie. Remember, they wanted to go on a date, and I was like a third wheel. It's weird. <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. Can I use, like, like a willpower for that? How many does it add if I do willpower? You get plus three on a dice roll. So what role would that be for her? Uh, what are you trying to do again? See if he's lying. Uh, wits plus empathy. Wits, empathy, and using a willpower. He's so oh, that's awful. Uh, one success. You have, you do not believe that he is lying. You keep coming back to this contract over and over again. Yes. Because I'm obviously distrustful of the contract and what the, the truth behind signing such a, a contract would be. He looks um, almost bashful. The contract says what it says. It is, to be honest, it is the lowest level of security uh, I'm allowed to impose upon someone not previously involved in the supernatural world and not already committed to keeping our secrets. Uh, that is all it does. What he tells you, and you have no reason to think he's lying, uh, other than natural paranoia, is that uh, the contract simply ensures that you will not be able to reveal anything of a supernatural nature to anyone outside your, your, your present family group uh, and him. Uh, and in exchange for which he's paying you a fairly large amount of money and giving you access uh, to, um, you know, Egyptology-related stuff uh, that normally people would have to work in the field for 50 years to know about. You're, you're probably a little bit paranoid just because the deal seems so good uh, on your benefit, particularly since you know that if you said no, he could erase your memories anyway. He has a crush on you. That is true. Is this the level of commitment that he's talking about? Is just his contract? Uh, that is the lowest level. If you want him to tell you stuff that uh, his organization considers truly significant, uh, well, he's dancing around the point, but he there's apparently something he can do to ensure your loyalty um, that he is you know, trying not to do. But he will if you ask him to in exchange for more information. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, I think. I am like a truth seeker, so that is my virtue. So I probably would be enticed by his ability to give me more information. Okay, well, I'll let you proceed with that. Um, is there anything anyone else want to talk about before we proceed to the stuff with uh, Frank? Nope. I will look at Charlie... And try to make eye contact with him about, you know, the conversation that we had earlier. And just try to see his overall demeanor of everything. About me bringing up the fact that I'm about to ask him for help with the whole werewolf thing. Okay. Uh, Charlie, he is giving you a significant look. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? Oh. The uh, how to control wolfing out. Ah. I uh, I think who's giving me a significant look, uh, Mr. Gray, Oliver. Uh, 
I'll, oh, I'm giving okay. you a look. Uh, I'm not going to bring it up. I I have no desire to be more involved with Mr. Gray than I absolutely have to be. Uh, I I this this dude seems super shady and obsessed with my cousin-in-law. How does that work? Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. Okay. Um. So, yeah, yeah, sis, sister, sister-in-law, children's children's aunts. My kid's aunt. We'll go that way. That's that's easier to uh, wrap my brain around. Um. Your sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I just, I don't know. Everything about this guy just screams. He's a vampire. Of course, Ex- you think he's good. Of course he's creepy. I'm not going to ask him for more favors or anything. He's not sparkling. Thank God. Uh. <laughs> then I just won't say anything and just continue to uh, just eat whatever's in front of me and drink Actually, whatever. Actually, he, he probably would if you asked and gave him something he wanted. I, I, I look at Mr. Grango. Listen, Junior here is, is displeased with his whole um, furry situation. And uh, and he's way looking for a way to get a little bit more uh, better grip on the whole thing. So he's too embarrassed to ask you. But if you've got any suggestions, information might be useful. He's looking for it. Uh, there are means. I, I assume you figured out some of the details. Have the are the werewolves out in the state park told you anything? Uh, they ain't talking to us. I talked to. Another individual that I know through my uh, my contacts. Um, you are very well connected. Uh, it's Any, not a lie. Anyone, anyone I should know? I don't think so. Nobody I'm going to tell you about right now. Um, That's fair enough. I will leave you your secrets, and in the and in the spirit of our pleasant working relationship, I will refrain from reading your mind. Any smiles at you? Again. I'm sorry. What? And I just give him like a side eye glance, like this. This is not endearing him to me at all. And he laughs. Don't worry, I can't do that, or can I? I, I put my fork and knife down and go. I think I'm full. Um, yeah. So, so Junior here is looking for that. If you've got any, uh, like I said as you chat. may or may not be aware, uh, he turns to an Aller. Uh, your I don't know what terminology you've been exposed to, uh, but generally werewolves at your state are referred to as lycanthropes or sometimes as uh, perils. Perils, uh, due to your inability to exercise any uh, control over your changes. There are mechanisms by which you may be transitioned into a state called being a lupine or somewhat distastefully as a bound werewolf, uh, which means that you're you do not change uncontrollably, or at least you still change on the night of the full moon, but you will retain your human intelligence and not be, turn into a ravaging killing machine. Um, but the price of that means that you will feel a preternatural sense of loyalty to the one who is bound to you. Uh, older, more powerful werewolves can do that. Uh, some vampires can do that. Uh, some mages can do that. Possibly other uh, species of supernaturals can. 
um, but that's beyond my field of expertise. Uh, if you are interested, I regret to say that I am not one of the vampires capable of finding a werewolf, uh, but there are many within my organization who can. Uh, if you are interested in entering into a period of service with us, uh, I can arrange for you to meet with someone uh, who will bind your lycanthropy uh, and uh, potentially even introduce you to uh, people who can teach you to better use your natural abilities. There are a number of extraordinary things that experienced werewolves can do once they have learned to master their condition. I could barely be in a list of all. As I said, it's not my field of expertise. I'm, a, I'm something of a city boy. Um, but if you uh, wish to pursue such education and are willing to consent uh, to being bound to another member of my organization, uh, please feel free to contact me. And while you have absolutely no reason to trust my word, I promise you I will do my best to find to ensure that you have he pauses somewhat thoughtfully. Uh, well, there's no way to say it except bluntly to make sure that you have a kind master. I'm just going to chuckle to myself. I'll keep that in mind. I mean, there you go. Sounds like the best deal you're going to get, Junior. Hate it when you call me that. Mm. Well, you hate most things about me. Not wrong. Uh, is there anything else we needed to discuss? Uh, your uncle and I need to conduct a, a sting operation. That is what the young people call it nowadays, isn't it? Pretty sure that's just what the cops call it. Oh. Well, most cops are young compared to me. Well, off to night. All right, go. off to Frank's thing. Um, how many of you are going to accompany us? Because they are, I suppose, less likely uh, to be willing to in- confront Frank if there are you know, five of you together. I would like to be nearby, but I'm going to, you know, out of sight type of deal. I don't want to be like, you know, up for business, but I want to be nearby in case something goes wrong. Not that I think I can do anything, but my whole thing is protect my family. So I wouldn't be able to let him fully go along. Why, why don't you all just head back to your place and I'll meet you. Will there be fighting? If there is, I doubt it will last very long or end unfavorably to us. And then he gives a very smug smile. He doesn't show any teeth this time. Excuse me for not having blind faith in that statement. Uh, I I will not accompany Frank, but I will. I would like to be nearby. I will accompany Frank if he's okay with that. I'd I'd rather you all go back house. I mean, Frank's a the, big boy. The more, the more people there are there, the less likely. Yeah, I'm going to look at Frank. Frank, you're an adult. Damn it, Charlie. You'll be fine. <laughs> you got your gun? Yeah. Hey, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, Greg picks up his napkin and wipes his mouth, even though, as far as you can tell, he hasn't had anything uh, to eat <laughs> or drink since we got here. Um... And then he calls for the uh, bill and pays for all of you. In that case, I and, would have had a couple of very expensive... Very expensive what? Scotches. Oh, yeah, that's fine. There you go. He looks at you... When you drink your first scotch, and it's a very expensive one, he looks at you almost with jealousy, but he pushes <laughs> it aside. Oh, shit, now I'm delicious to him. I don't want to say anything, but now that you mention it, yes. 
<laughs> All right. So that's all resolved, and everyone takes the elevator down. Um, I suppose the best way to do this would be for you four to leave first, and then we will wait a brief period, and uh, your uncle will leave, and uh, and I will follow. You just we'll just see where that takes us. Sounds good. Y'all don't worry. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Olivia's not happy about it. But she's, I guess, going to listen. Okay. Uh, so y'all four leave. Are you actually leaving or are you going to do something stupid against their advice? <laughs> it's fine with me either way. I mean, um, I've, I've kind of reached my stupidity against advice for right now. Um, <sighs> oh, Olivia's so tempted. I will grab Olivia and make sure she comes home with us. No, now, just because you're making me, I want to fight against <laughs> Just because Olivia's petty like that. Like, y'all idiots? Y'all just gonna leave him there? Vampires? Uh, I mean, but I guess... do you, you want to go? Uh... <sighs> I wonder if Dean's up at this late of hour. Oh Jesus Christ! Let now I really am gonna now I'm really gonna stay and face the vampires instead. Oh God! Oh. Come on! All right. Uh, so all four of you leave somewhat grudgingly. Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. We have posted episode discussions on the Reddit page at r slash Knoxville by Night pod, and we will be doing that going forward. We recently added a thread about things you would like to see or like for us to do on the show. We are still on Instagram and Twitter, where you can follow us along there for updates and other things that might pop up. You can message us on any of our social media accounts for requests, ideas, or any other ways to make this show a better one. A link to our Patreon page, along with all the rest of our social media accounts, will be in the description. And on the Patreon, exclusive content is coming, and other content will be available coming soon. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us, and as always, episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players tonight have been Luke as Frank Jones Jr., Anthony as Oliver Connor, Brooke as Olivia Connor, Chrissy as Rivera Jones, and Stick as Charlie Connor. Storyteller is Alan or the Sinister Man. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. Worst Virginia. Yes, I know. With due, respect all right, to, uh, due respect to all our fans in West Virginia. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Anthony, my, can you can you bleep out my slur against the the mountains? One of my best friends lives in West Virginia. Y'all Please keep mine in, uh, because I don't have fans. I just have haters, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> well earned, well earned haters. I mean, really, we can't complain about West Virginia living in Mississippi.